I would definitely say that Brian is a driving for dollars master. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. One of the toughest parts when you find out about real estate investing or when you really get committed to starting your journey to be a real estate investor is getting out of your comfort zone. Imagine this. Imagine that you've been working at the same job, a job that you like for 12 years and for 10 years, right? And maybe you've got these ideas in your head that you can be an entrepreneur, but you really haven't uh, been able to exercise those muscles. And then all of a sudden you find wholesaling real estate and you start digging in and you take about six months to a year. It's pretty average, six months to a year to really get into the education loop and to really get into analyzing, can I do this? Do I want to do this before you fully commit? But then when you do, everything starts going bananas and you start doing some incredible deals. That is the story of this incredible couple out of Metro Detroit that I'm about to introduce to you on the Wholesaling Inc. podcast because they've got an incredible story, such an inspiration. I want to bring them on here now. Come on, Brian. Come on, Jessica. It is Brian and Jessica, Enox. How are you guys? Hi, good. How are you? How's it going? I am excited because I think that a lot of people listening to this conversation are going to relate to a lot of the things that you guys have been through, going to relate to a lot of the responsibilities that you guys have, a lot of the loyalty that you have. We just talked about it off off (laughs) screen about the job that you currently still have and you're doing this business being successful in this wholesaling business, but still working uh, part-time as a dental hygienist. So let's get into it. Let's get, let's understand who you guys are. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on the the way that you guys found wholesaling real estate? Yeah, for sure. We, I started just, I'm a big car guy, just watching YouTube videos and ad popped up for a, it was, I believe it was a clever investor, mm-hmm. Cody Sperber ad. And uh, we initially signed up for Cody's uh, 30-day deal challenge and then just stumbled onto your Brent Daniels TTP YouTube channel, stumbled on Jerry Norton and just started watching you guys and analysis paralysis set, settled in. And uh, I was flipping cars and working at the oil change shop, doing uh, doing oil changes and tires and then just, just kept getting more research and started taking a little action and, and things started rolling for us. Yeah, but why click on it, Brian? Why would you click on something about real estate investing? What brought you to that point? What were you doing previous? Just managing a, a quick lube and a tire shop and working 60, 70 hours a week. It was just getting really old, being away from the kids, being away from my wife. And I tried other things over the years. I did mortgages for a little bit at Quicken Loan. So I knew a little bit about real estate and started flipping cars. And I would, and then I seen... A, ad for um the for wholesaling and like he explained that you can do it with no money no credit you can just assign the contract and i thought okay so you just you look for the deals 
And then you're not the one that's actually buying it. You just get it locked up and you flip the contract. Then it was just like, boom, I had a light bulb over my head and I started looking for sale by owners on Craigslist and I would go to appointments and make offers and just kept doing research. And wasn't, I just really clicked with you watching your YouTube channel and eventually signed up for your coaching program. And you were always talking about deal machine. So once I, we were in this for, I was making some cold calls. I was going on some appointments, uh, making some offers, but it wasn't until we signed up with deal machine and uh, started sending, started taking those pictures and sending the postcards and calling that driving for dollars list that we got our first deal. So it mm -hmm. took about a year. We got that first deal and then it's just been rolling from there. We had, uh, it was December, 2020. We got the first deal, $25,000 assignment. And, and we did reach out to, to a local uh, mentor who, who helped us along the way. He introduced us to his buyer's list. His name's Eric Stark, great friend of ours. He helped us out a lot. And he introduced us to his buyer's list. He introduced us to the title company that we use. And mm -hmm. we split the first few deals with him. And then after about five deals in, we went off on our own. And now we've done around, we're about to close our 12th deal now. And uh, I think it's been probably about maybe 14, 15 months since the, the first deal. Yeah. So there's been a couple months there that we didn't land one, but about a deal a month since since we started, since that first deal closed. Anything else you want to add, Jess? No. Yeah, I Jessica, what, tell me about your background. He, he Brian's clicking on this YouTube uh, channel. He's finding this thing oh. called wholesaling. Does he bring it directly oh, to you and say, uh, what is it? How Brian does this work? has had many wonderful ideas. We've tried Shopify, Ecom. I helped set all that stuff up. What other off the wall things? He's always coming home with all these ideas. One time he decided to take a leap of faith and was a CNC machinist. And then he was a mortgage banker at Quicken Loans. And just always, he's always doing some kind of adventure. And I'm always usually his support system for that. I'm like, really another idea? Like we really got to do this. Yeah. And then I started getting really excited about it because initially, like I helped set up the LLC. I started making our logos, like Facebook pages, like all the, the marketing things. That's my favorite thing to do. I like yep. the whole background admin part of it and he lets me roll with it. So I had a lot of fun. And then we just started making calls and it was a little competition at first too. I remember making spreadsheets of like how many people I called, how many people he called, like just, it, it just has been like a fun adventure for both of us. But, but yeah, he kind of tagged me along and I'm happy he did because we have a lot of fun with it. It's incredible. And you are, you're still working at the job that you've had yep. for 12 years. You've got extreme loyalty with, with the dentist that you work dentist. with. And I'm challenging you to get full-time into this business as soon right. as possible. You guys obviously have the financial capability to do that, but let's talk about that because I think a lot of people feel like as soon as I get my first deal, I'm going to quit my job and go full-time. What are you thinking? What's stopping you from doing that? Because I I think there's also people that, that feel a great sense of pride and loyalty in the work that they've done and the schooling right. that they've been through and the experience that they have. Well, and it's tough for them to get out and go full-time into being an entrepreneur. Yeah. School was very tough for me. I graduated with honors in high school and college, but it was very difficult. And you were with me. I've been with Brian since I was 19 years old. So my freshman in my freshman year in college, Brian's been with me from the beginning and it was hard. It was really hard. How old are you now? 34? 35. 35. Thank you very much. I like that extra year. You <laughs> left off of that. That was good, babe. Good I did job. that on purpose. Yeah, that was good. I look like I'm 34, clearly. But yeah, so it was just, it's a pride thing. Me and my sister, I believe are the first 
first ones to go to college in our family. And it was just a lot of pride. And I was very proud to have a bachelor's degree. And I really am very passionate about what I do. I love people. That's why TTP is like perfect for us. I love it. Literally what I do all day long, except for usually I'm talking about teeth and smiles and whitening and all this. But yeah, so it's just, I just, I've always loved what I've done with hygiene. I'm very proud of the work that I do. I landed like a dream dental job that the last three years I've been working for uh, a doctor in Warren and I just love him and I love our team. And I, just, I need her to come on full time. I know, though. right? I, need, I know. I need her help. I'm trying to talk her into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so loyal. Who, who, who do you love more, the doctor or Brian? I, I think that this is really interesting. And I want to point out a few things that you guys uh, just described because I think it's beautiful. A year of sitting there and researching and going through and understanding and, and really understand like building some sort of connections in your mind on how the process works so that you can start taking action. It took you about a year. And I see this very common, especially with people that are have full-time jobs. Not only that, but you guys also have two children that were born back to back that growing up. And there's a lot of responsibilities that go on with that. And a lot of congestion of the schedule with all of that, plus your jobs. And you have this dream that you're fueling of being an entrepreneur. And I think that that's absolutely incredible. So listen, if you're sitting there and you're listening to this or watching this, and it's been 30 days, it's been 90 days, it's been six months, it's been a year before you start taking action. It's never too late. It's only too late if you don't start taking the action, right? right? I don't care if it's been years that you've been thinking about it. Just start taking the action. You can do this. Use this incredible couple as an example of what you can do. The other thing is you found a local mentor that that held your hand and split the deals with you for the first five deals. Shout out to Eric Stark. I think yes. that that's absolutely incredible. And I think it's important and it gives you a lot more confidence. And you don't go through that heartache of going to, on appointments and not being able to get the deal or getting the deal and not being able to do anything with it because you locked it up too high because you didn't really understand the the numbers behind it. So I think it's really, I, I, that that is important to find somebody that has your back that can check your work when you're getting started. And I think this is the last point and I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some more questions. You guys are both hunting for opportunities. You guys are both hunting for opportunities. You guys are both calling. You guys are both being proactive. You guys are both using the time that you have as effective as possible, doing the most important thing as you're growing your young business, which is lead generate. You're doing the lead generation, doing it together. And I think that's so incredibly important, not just for married couples, partnerships, but for just regular partnerships. It's not just somebody's going to sell the deals and somebody's going to find the deals. In the beginning, both people hunt so that you can build up your pipeline of opportunities as fast as possible. So I think that's it. Let me ask you this, Brian. When you closed that first deal of $25,000, what happened there? How did that feel? Did, have you ever been paid like that before? You said you were flipping cars, doing some mortgages. Had, had you ever received that much in one check before? No, not even close. Okay. <laughs> Never that close. Flipping, uh, <laughs> I started flipping cars, and that was exciting for me because I'd make 1000 1500 maybe 2000 on that would I was like blown away by that like yeah. and uh, at the oil chain shop working 60 70 hours a week you know, I was lucky to take home seven eight hundred bucks a week which wouldn't be bad if it was 40 hours but if I but for working 60 70 hours six days a week 
it's not that great. It's what, a little bit more than minimum wage. Yeah, getting that $25,000 check was absolutely amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I just stared at it for, yeah. <laughs> for so long. We have pictures holding it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it yeah, it's just, it's an amazing feeling. It, it, re it really is. And from since then, did you go full time? Like, when did you start going full time in this and get out of your job? It's an interesting story. When COVID came around, so I put in for a few days off of work. I put in for I hadn't had time off in a while and just needed a break. So I put in for 10 days off and it was right when COVID hit. So I had my first day off and the first case hit Michigan. So they ended up, I had that 10 days off. They ended up closing up shop for a couple months, like most businesses did for the first couple months of COVID. And yeah, we were just doing the real estate was going great. I, I put the cars on on the back burner because the the deals, the real estate deals were pretty consistent. Eric our, was was Eric Stark was still helping us out at that point. And uh yeah, just and I never went back. I, I just kept doing what we're doing and things have been great. I never went back after that. Awesome. So how do you guys work together and what is a what is like a typical day in the life when you are both working on the business? Let's talk about that because I think it's important to to see what that looks like, the nitty-gritty of what the schedule looks like and what you're doing to move the ball downfield with all of your lead generation and your deals that you're locking up. I would, I'm going to take the reins on this one. I would definitely say that Brian is a driving for dollars master. <laughs> he drives for dollars like it's nobody's business. I he like actually, driving. he does. He's so good at it too. He's got these long, I don't, you can't see him because he's not standing up. He's six foot three. He's got these huge long arms. If I'm sitting next to him, he doesn't even need me to take the photo of the house. He's like, I got this. He's just so good at it. And actually we did get a, we call it a work truck and we got this white truck yeah did and everything and then in the back window we finally have cash for homes like because that's what he does he drives for dollars it's like an online or it's like a driving marketing really but yeah so he's really good at getting all the leads in for the most part he does all of that i would definitely say he's like the lead generator and then because i do work monday tuesday wednesday he has to do a lot of things on his own um but I usually try to do like the paperwork part of things. Like I'll try to do most of the purchase agreements. I do the DocuSign setups. I was just doing that before we started this call actually. So I like that. I'm, I would consider myself more of an admin part of things. Although I go on appointments too. My um, my schedule mostly, like I, I drop the kids off for school, yeah. which is really nice now. I get to actually help get them ready for that school. That was a goal. Uh, like... I get to make them breakfast and have breakfast with them, which is awesome. I was usually gone by the time they woke up before. So yeah, and then I drive them to school. And then after I, I drop the kids off, I drop them off about quarter to nine. Um, then I, I do driving for dollars uh, from uh, nine to 1230. And then I head back home, take a little 15, 20 minute lunch break, and then get on the phones by one. And then I try to be on the phones from one to 330. I'm trying to get into to the dialer, the triple line dialer to get through my uh, driving for dollars list quicker. Sure. Um, into and and also start I'm also starting to pull some lists on PropStream as well to have yep. some not just the driving for dollars list. But so uh, wait a second, you've you've closed twelve deals. Are they all driving for dollars? Two of them were referrals. Huh. My my parents from his uh, parents. Yeah, my uncle <laughs> lived across the street from one of them, and he said that the gentleman passed away, and yep. his kids lived out of state. So I reached out to the kids, and I was texting back and forth with one of the daughters. 
And uh, it took a while. That one was a lot of follow-up. I mean, that from the initial contact with those people to when we closed was probably like six months. But I just kept in touch once once or twice a month, just kept in touch with them. And then they happened to be in all in town going through all the stuff in the house. And they called me over there and I went over and checked it out and brought a purchase agreement with me and they signed. And and uh, yeah, that, that wasn't one of the, the bigger ones though. But sure. still, still, that was a creative one though. Yeah. <laughs> that one was kind of creative to get closed. But, but uh, we still made six or seven thousand dollars. I think our average assignment fee for the we've done a close on eleven so far. We got our twelfth in uh, escrow right now. But uh, I think our average assignment fee is right around twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars. So incredible. Coming good. from how much seven to eight hundred dollars a week working yeah. 60, 70 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And you know what? It's those little things. It's that it's that thing. It's getting your kids ready in the morning when you couldn't do that before. You yeah. know what I mean? It's getting out there and stretching the list of the properties that you're going after. Listen, this isn't rocket science, this business. We go after ugly houses yep. and we find them and we work with the property owners. And then we we assign those deals to cash buyers that either want to fix them up or they want to rent those properties out. Mm -hmm. Don't overcomplicate this process. If it's an ugly house, go after and have a quality conversation with the property owner and see if they're ready to sell right now. That's exactly what you guys are doing. We yeah. hear your voice in our head. Like this last one we did, he's, you know what? The uglier, the better. Brent would say, yep. it's ugly, let's do it. And that's yep. exactly what we did. <laughs> It's just so true. The, be the beautiful thing is there's an unlimited supply of ugly houses because properties are getting worse and worse by the day. If people aren't taking care of properties and they're not constantly staying up on top of them, then these properties are just, there's an endless supply. There are more properties to go after than there are investors. That's without a doubt. So if you hear people saying that too many people know about wholesaling and know about fixing and flipping or real estate investors, it's silly. The 2020 U.S. Census put out that 11, over 11 million properties are vacant. Single family properties are vacant and they've been vacant for over a year. This is just to inspire everybody to tell you there are plenty of opportunities, totally plenty. So yeah. you're out there. You like calling in the afternoons, Brian? Yeah. Yep. From like one to three 30, I get on the phones and, and do my follow-up, do my cold calls. For the most part, it's all, I hand dial them. Like I have, I've had, Mo, I had Mojo for a while and then got rid of Mojo and got batch dialer. And I play, I hop on there and, and use it, but not as much as I should. I'm getting used to the system and figuring out the quirks and how to use them and, and things like that. But yeah, most of the deals have just been from just hand dialing the driving for dollars list. And, and then following up with the people. And you always say the money's in the follow-up and it, it truly mm -hmm. is. There's been a couple of those deals where it's like they, they happen right away, but most of them is consistent follow-up is where it's at. I love it. So let's talk. Let's let's put you guys in the hot seat a little bit. Ooh. Let's break down a specific deal that you just closed. I love this deal. Oh, I love this deal. And you know why I love this deal, but I'll let you tell the story. Let's break down this deal and like top to bottom, how you found it, what the situation was, what the numbers were, and then we'll wait for the reveal on what you made. But break this deal down. You want me to start how we found it? Yeah, go ahead how you there. found it. Yeah. So I'll start with how we found it. The so Brent's always getting on me to for to get after higher valued properties with higher ARV because the more money the property is worth, the bigger spread there is, the more money everybody can make. That's right. And 
so I, I took that to heart and I went to a, a more affluent neighborhood where out here in Metro Detroit, houses are, you know, go for 500,000 to a million dollar range. Or some of them are even over a million, yeah. depending on where you go. And uh, so, yeah, we were out there driving for dollars and that was, uh, it was a nice tree lined road across the street from a golf course. Yeah. And each property is over an acre and there are three properties all right next door to each other. One of them was just an empty lot. And then the other two each had their own individual houses on them. So yeah, I, I caught it out the corner of my eye. We were actually, we added about 50 leads. We were out there for, I don't know, two, three hours. And uh, we were actually, we were caught, we were done. We turned off a deal machine and we were heading home Dang. and I caught it out the corner <laughs> of my eye and I said, stop, turn around. Jess was driving. So she stopped, she turned around, we pulled in the driveway and, and pulled deal machine back up and, and added the one that I seen. And then I looked next door, Jess actually pointed out next door. So that house looks pretty rough too. So I looked at that one and then the empty lot next to that one as well. All three of them were owned by the same, it was actually a church. They were all owned by a church. Mm -hmm. So I said, Jess, this one's on you. It's up to you. It's up to you from here. You got to get a hold of this church and see if they want to sell. And she took it from there. And the I rest, had been the watching, rest is all her. I had been watching too many uh, Netflix shows. And he okay. said, all right, you're taking the reins on this one. So I did. <laughs> so I pulled, actually this one, I pulled out whitepages.com. I did. Yeah, sure. and, uh, and I just started searching. And the person's number that I actually found was the wife of the treasurer of the church. So okay. it was so far out of connection. Like it's very, it's just like almost divine that even happened because she was just a random person. And I said, I know this is a random phone call. I'm not sure I have the right number, but I am trying to reach somebody who owns this property. The church of Bloomfield is who it's listed to. Am I close? Am I warm? If so, give me a call back. And then I don't know, maybe a week later, it was a while, like about a week later, I got a call from the president of the board of like the church. Week. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, I really admire your efforts because you somehow found a way to get in touch with somebody. And it just, everything was just so meant to be in this situation. It yeah. was just crazy how everything lined up like yeah, that. Yeah, it all just fell right into place. It did. I mean, it, it wasn't it hard at all. Like it just, everything. No, it all worked out. Yeah, they. They met us over there. Well, we did the first, through. we did the first offer site on scene. Yes. Well, we seen the outside, obviously, but not sure. you know, the inside. And uh, they didn't like the first offer. It was a little low. And we just explained to them that we'd rather under promise and over deliver being mm -hmm. that it, that I always say that I always tell them if it's, yes. if I haven't got to see the inside yet and I'm making an offer sight unseen, it's, I always let them know it's going to be a little lower. We'd rather under promise and over deliver. If uh, you give me the chance to get there and see it in person, set up and I can get you a more, you know, accurate idea of what we can give you for it. And if the condition's better than what we're anticipating, we can obviously go up from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, the, so we got the appointment. And yeah. Getting in there for the appointments is so essential too, because it, it allows not only you, but them to realize everything that is wrong with them. Like if there's water in the basement, they didn't know about, or they weren't planning on telling you, you found it. Also, it's just one of where I literally have a checklist and I'm like, check, check. <laughs> like there's all these things. So then at the end of the day, I went through, I spent a lot of hours got on the this checklist stuff. from Brent. I bet you I did. Yeah. And then I went into, uh, we have a program, I think it's hammer point repair estimator. And I just went in and I just, just gives you like the general idea of what repairs would be. And I made these repair estimates for each of the properties and I did really nice professional comp reports on prop stream. 
I fell in love with PropStream from this deal. Yeah. Um, and I sent all this stuff and I sent, I said, I'm sorry for how lengthy this email is going to be, but I just really want to give you all I have. And here's all the facts that I have. And this is what I can offer. And I hope it works. And it did. And they accepted it. They loved what we sent them. Yeah. Uh, me and Brian were panicking that the email was too long. I'm like, oh, because we didn't hear back right away. I kept telling her less is best. You said too much. But said too much. How, hey, how, much. Long, how long was this email? What? Oh, my gosh. It took me probably, I don't know, three, four minutes to read. <laughs> and that was me knowing it. So I'm sure they and he shared it with everybody on the board. I think there was like yeah. seven board members. So then they all had to read it. So then I started blushing thinking, oh, I, I hope this is good because it's going to go one or two ways. And it went our way. It went really well. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, what was it? Hammer point? What was yeah, the, so, okay, what is so that? Going back to Clever Investor, when we initially started everything, we have yep. a program called Deal Automator. Yes. Um, that's technically our CRM that we've had. Yep. That's actually how we run our website. Sure. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't really use it, but just use yeah, it. Yeah. I like right. it though. Yeah. Uh, Cause it just gives you a nice, it, the prices are good. The, they're pretty accurate. For the it's an part. estimate for repairs. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And okay. it's just nice. Cause you just plug in your square footage of the house, yep. how many linear, you know, square feet you need on whatever it is. And it just, it's a really good program to get like a good visual and then you can type notes. So I, in that, repair estimate, I actually put in our plans for the property. I said, we plan to convert this three bedroom, two bathroom home into a five bedroom, three bathroom home. And we plan to do this with the in-ground pool and do that with the deck. And I just put it all out there and let them in my brain. And they really liked it. You bring up a incredible point, And I'm so glad that you brought this up because it's, it's very rare that we have these kind of conversations on the podcast. But when you are presenting to a group of people, when a group of people are making a decision, whether that be in an LLC, whether that be a board like you're talking about, whether it be people inheriting a group, a family inheriting a property, if you come with a lot of information and a lot of explanation, it is easier for them to say yes or no. And if there's a maybe in there, that's when things stretch out and that's when they start looking for other bids. And that's when typically the price gets bid up. So the fact that you put all that upfront work ahead of time is genius. It's absolutely brilliant because it gives them the opportunity to say yes or no right away. It really does. Yeah. And that little, like, that little extra stuff really makes it really makes a difference. It really does. So for anybody out there that's presenting an offer to multiple people and a lot of people have to sign off on the decision, make sure that you put together a really well presented information packet showing why you're offering what you're offering. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Our yep. first offer on that one, the site on scene offer was uh 628 for the three properties. Okay. We ended up after seeing it and meeting with them and we ended up offering uh 708 and uh, and it was funny because we were having a little bit of a family uh, discussion slash argument about money. Oh yeah, we were. And, uh, <laughs> when we got the call. <laughs> yeah. So the, the second offer we made them was the seven oh eight, and we were having a little bit of an argument over money because she planned a Disney World. I wasn't really all about this Disney World trip because yeah. I'm trying to put the money back in the business and and things like that. But so we had a little bit of argument about that. And then we're arguing about the money and her mom's a mediator and <laughs> we're sitting at the kitchen table and the phone rings and it was, uh, it was Tim from the church letting them know yeah. that they were, they accepted our offer. 
And yep. it couldn't have the timing couldn't have been better. I know it was just yeah. perfect. First of all, you guys did the right thing, and this is owned by a church, so that's why you went to the white pages, I assume, to try to get the just a, a registered number for the church to try yeah. to talk to somebody specific. So that was really great. And now you got Tim calling you back from that one conversation. You left a voicemail. They call you a week later. You're having a conversation now. Tim from the board calls and says, "Yeah, we'll accept your seven hundred and eight thousand as is. Done deal." That's how this works. That is the whole timeline of this thing is you have to be proactive. You have to be brave. You have to have courage to go out there and have that conversation and see if they're ready to sell the property. If the timeline matches up, then you can start doing the research to come up with a solid offer, present it, and boom, your offer gets accepted at $708,000. What'd you sell it for? Seven eighty-five. dollars Yep. $785,000. So <laughs> how big of a check did you receive? Go ahead, Jess. $77,000. Come on! Where's the bell? Where's the bell? Yes! <laughs> yes! I am so happy for you. It's one of my favorite <laughs> pictures I've ever received from a TTP student. Was that picture of you, Brian, with the biggest <laughs> smile I've ever seen sitting in your car, right? I assume it was right after you got it. Yeah. It was. And um, I, it, it just... That it's it, it breaks your brain, it changes your life, it opens up opportunities, and it makes you believe that you can do amazing things yeah. and really build a strong, healthy business. And I love massive deals. I love deals yeah. that break your brain. And typically, when you receive a check over fifty thousand dollars, it changes your perspective on money forever. I'm just telling you, it just does. Absolutely. You guys are thinking now, you guys are thinking, what's the six-figure deal that we're going to do? What's sure. the half, quarter million, half a million dollar deal that we're going to do? It's coming. It's going to happen. But it only happens if you believe it's going to happen. It only right. happens if you're looking for it. Your reticular yeah. activator has to be looking for these things. And once you get that deal, you're like, all of a sudden, you start seeing opportunities that you didn't see before. And it levels you up in the game of being a real estate entrepreneur. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank I you. have noticed that you you get what you're looking for. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's why I say it, that's what I get it. And I push the TTP family to get massive deals. We celebrate it wildly. I get texts every single day of people closing these deals that are $50,000 plus. It, it's unbelievable. And you guys came out with 77. You go, it's not 92,000, but we made 77. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing too, exactly. Right? Yeah. You, yeah were trying, you were trying to get 800. Yeah. Initially. And yeah. I thought, well, gee, couldn't it just be a triple digit flip? Like we were That's like, it. That, was, <laughs> that was my word through the whole thing. I'm like, triple digit. And then yeah. when it and I'm like, oh, I guess I can settle for 77. I you guess know? so. I, I guess know. So. My mom's listen to yourself. What are you saying? 77,000. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. How do people get a hold of you guys? If people want to reach out and they want to squat up with you in the metro Detroit area, or they just want to say congratulations, maybe something that, they, they just something you said or the way that maybe there's a dental hygienist out there maybe there's somebody working in the auto industry that this really connects with. how do they find you how do they say congratulations and squat up yeah did, did you put the i did put our email in here okay um on the i remember chat. you didn't have enough room at this you just put that instead of our name yeah just say it on here and we'll put it in the show notes yeah okay. our our business email is trinity real estate services one two three at gmail and then if anybody wants to give me a call, you can give me a call. It's uh, 586-209-1173. You That's are going to get blown up, brother. <laughs> you just made it. To, yeah, you're going to be connecting with a lot he of people. He loves to do that. He That's loves incredible. Somebody asks some questions. 
586-209-1173. Incredible. Guys, give some advice to people just starting out that are encouraged by your story, that want to start taking action. What what advice would you give people that are just getting going? My golden nugget. I really thought long and hard about this nugget here. And truly, I think really helped us go from one step to the next was having a local mentor. I have to say, Eric really did wonders, not only for our confidence, but just for our knowledge and, and our contacts and our lists and just giving us that boost that we needed. And although there's lots of different programs you can do, there's something really special about having somebody come sit at your table and have breakfast with you and meet your kids and and talk business and go on appointments with you. So if you've ever been curious, even if you go on Facebook, you can um, find local Facebook groups. We're a part of all of them. And you can find local mentorships that they'll offer too. And I think that really helped push us where we needed to go. Cause we had the dream. We just needed to push and having a mentor really helped and with if that. You, if you find someone local that you've been wanting to reach out to that you see is doing what you want to do, who's, you know, closing deals and don't, don't hesitate to ask. Don't assume that they won't help you out. Um, the yeah. worst thing that's going to happen is they'll tell you no, but yeah. mo- most of the time they'll help. They're going to help you out and you can work something out with them. Yeah, and you can go to meetup.com and go to meetup groups and find people at the Real Estate Investor Association. It's absolutely incredible, and it really helps you out. And it it gives you really good perspective on what to offer, what to Mm -hmm. offer and how to go about on the appointments and making sure that you're locking up real deals. I think it's fantastic. I think it's unbelievable. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Of course. (laughs) That's when you want to take it to the next level. I get it. Yeah. Um, So, well... I, I love working with you guys. You guys have always been phenomenal. You guys are always great in our group. And uh, I really, I couldn't be happier for you guys. Yeah, Jessica, I challenge you to maybe get to this uh, full time a little bit faster. <laughs> but listen, it's your life. Do it. And by the way, I think you look 24, not 34. So we'll just keep Thank it at that. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you for that. <laughs> it, was, it, it was great having, great having you guys on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so story. much for having us. This was great. Thank, Thank you, you guys. That's it. And listen, a couple of resources, dealmachine.com. Make sure this is your driving for dollars resource. Use the coupon code TTP. It gives you the big, biggest discount that you can get. So dealmachine.com, use TTP uh, coupon code. They mentioned PropStream. You can get that at ttpdata.com. And if you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, where we push to get massive deals, check us out. Go to Wholesaling Inc dot com forward slash ttp that's wholesaling inc.com forward slash ttp check out what it is all about check out the unbelievable people from around the country that are doing amazing deals and if it feels good in your gut sign up for a call and i i look forward to working with you personally and that's it that is it for this podcast i will sign off as i always do encouraging you to go out there and talk to people till next time love you guys see ya That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.